Warning. The SCP Foundation database is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Item number SCP-108 Object Class Safe Special Containment Procedures SCP-108 is contained entirely by Subject 108-1. Subject 108-1 should be contained in a standard containment cell, measuring 3 meters by 3 meters, furnished with whatever items are requested, unless said items compromise security. Subject 108-1 is permitted to leave the room, wander freely, and eat in the main canteen. Medical examination to be performed on Subject 108-1 daily. Filters to be changed as necessary. Description SCP-108 is accessible through the nostrils of Subject 108-1. Subject is an African-American female, 51 years old. See Addendum 108-1, who was previously employed as a cashier at Redacted, a small-town hardware store in Redacted, Kentucky, since Date Redacted. SCP-108 has been housed at Site-17. Endoscopic examination of SCP-108 reveals that the area accessible via the subject's nostrils is not the human nasal cavity, but rather a bunker system of Nazi-German construction dedicated to the production and maintenance of World War II-era Messerschmitt Me-262 fighters. Exploration via robotic endoscope reveals that the bunker system has internal dimensions of approximately 2 kilometers by 4 kilometers, with the long axis parallel to the main entrance-exit portal. While the exploration is by no means complete, SCP-108 is believed to contain hundreds of airframes under construction on its assembly line, as well as three completed aircraft. There is also a large quantity of human remains in the complex, particularly concentrated around the entry-exit portal, with the corpses of Nazi officials, military personnel, Hitler youth, and civilians, possibly Ukrainian slave workers, in an advanced state of decay. Evidence of a firefight near the entry-exit portal supports the hypothesis that the German military personnel were swarmed by the civilians and were killed in the ensuing struggle. Some corpses show signs of cannibalism. Robotic endoscopic exploration continues, and high-discharge LED lighting, assembled piecemeal using the ship-in-a-bottle technique, has been deployed. Endoscopic examination of the interior of SCP-108 reveals a large hangar door area with a kind of double airlock with blast doors large enough to admit two fully assembled fighters. 
a production line exists which would allow damaged fighters and deliveries to enter on one side of the hangar door and finished fighters to exit on the other side. Turning the endoscope head 180 degrees reveals the open doorway as an area of total blackness, with two nostril-shaped penetrations in it. One nostril-shaped penetration is connected to whichever nostril is admitting the endoscope, and the other is connected to the interior of a human nasal cavity. DNA testing reveals the nasal cavity belongs to the subject. The black area is impenetrable and absorbs all wavelengths of light that the endoscope can read. The black area is elastic and yielding when probed. Apparently, the portal system is a unique three-way arrangement. If the outside world is designated A, the interior of the ME262 factory is B, and the subject's nasal cavity is C, then traffic is as follows. Anything, including gases and light, going from A and up in B. Items going from B end up in C, and items going from C end up in A. Presumably, in 1944, it was intended that C and A were to be the interior and exterior of a double hangar at Tempelhof, based on the architecture of the hangar doors. Addendum 108-1 Subject claims that she was training to perform the human blockhead magic trick in preparation for being a clown at a children's birthday party. After hammering a 4-centimeter-long galvanized iron nail into her nasal cavity, she lost her grip on the end and dropped it inside her nose. Immediately, she noticed a, quote, god-awful, musty stench and experienced nausea and disorientation. Blowing her nose had no discernible effect and left no residue on tissues. She was able to breathe normally through her nose. After about three days, subject, quote, got used to the hell's asshole smell and performed at the children's party to the delight of her nephew. Approximately a week later, after ignoring numerous complaints about the smell of her breath, subject was diagnosed with pneumonia and placed on a course of roxithromycin. Pneumonia responded to antibiotics, but recurred a week later. Her general practitioner also noted that nasal examination with an otoscope showed simply blackness rather than the inside of her nose. After admission to hospital with chronic pneumonia, examination with a one-meter fiber-optic endoscope allowed the endoscope to be threaded in almost the full meter. The attending ENT noted that he appeared to be seeing a Nazi eagle badge through the endoscope. Specialist examination notes were kept in a digital patient management system and intercepted by the Foundation 
in a routine. Redacted. Sweep. The subject was recovered without incident by Task Force Epsilon Nine, disguised as high-risk warrant team officers in a pre-dawn raid in June of 19. Redacted. By the end of the cleanup operation, the GP, ENT, eleven hospital personnel, and two civilians were terminated. Foundation staff examined the subject and provided her with air filtration units, which could be passed through her nostrils piecemeal and assembled like a ship in a bottle. The filtration filling must be removed on a regular basis when it gets expended. Roughly once a week, as the subject is essentially inhaling the atmosphere of a formerly sealed Nazi mass war grave. Although initially hostile toward the foundation, the subject has responded well to enhanced psychological conditioning protocols and now accepts her situation. A plan has been proposed in line with the backing up of all critical foundation data at Site 62 in SCP-108. Data could be written onto micro SD cards or similar compact, non-volatile media and inserted into the subject's nostrils. Provided some way to house the subject in a safe location is assured in the event of an XK-class scenario, research continues to find a way to move the entrance of the dimensional portal from the subject's nostrils to another location, and to discover the physical location of the bunker to determine if alternative access is possible. The original galvanized iron nail has yet to be found. End of file. The SCP Foundation database is produced and narrated by Joshua Allen Lindsay and SCP-108 Extra-Dimensional Nasal Cavity was written by the Kit. Support for the database is solely provided by our patrons on Patreon. Please consider supporting the show at Patreon.com/theSCPFoundationDatabase to gain access to exclusive benefits, including bonus content, joke SCPs, merch, the ability to request episodes, and an invite to our private Discord server. If you enjoy the database, consider leaving a rating or review, and stay connected by following any of our social media profiles. Links can be found in the episode description.